it's Gabby Faye. Welcome back to my podcast. You may have seen my viral videos on The Shade Room, World Star, Real Toronto News, and other blog posts. I am so excited to be here with my very special guest. You know on this podcast we talk about life, dating, modeling, relationships, all of the above, living as a plus-size woman in this society, and I'm so excited to announce my next guest, Anna, aka Viva La Curvy on Instagram. Hey, Anna, how's it going? Hi, Gabby. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I'm excited that you're here. Literally, you guys know, like, I maybe give a little bit too much tea on my personal life, but Anna, literally, <laughs> I had to have her on this episode because you guys have to understand what it's like in the like plus size community in New York City, the plus size modeling community, uh, dating in the plus size world. And one of the things, we're just going to get right into it. So one of the things that I've discovered in recently is that with plus size models in New York City, uh, the ones who are single, the ones who are dating, sometimes we have overlap. I didn't know what the overlap was at first, but I figured out what it was because I was attending an event with other plus size models and we happened to get on the topic of who's dating who, who's single, who's in a relationship, all of that. And several of the other girls were talking about the overlap. The overlap is when in this small community, New York City, a small town, like not really, but um, plus size models would match with the same guy on a dating app like Bumble, Tinder, Hinge. They would match with the same guy and they would have an overlap. So like say, say Brittany, I'm making up names, Brittany, you know, match with John, you know, today they go out for a couple of months and John matches with Sarah the next month and they find out later that they dated or talked to or were romantically interested in the same guy that is that can get messy and it's like really crazy because it's such a small community because New York City is a big city but when you go into smaller communities then you start having things like that and it becomes like a small town where everybody's dated Joe over there you know and so I was like freaking out because I'm like oh my gosh I don't necessarily want to overlap with some of these people I kind of want my man to myself and so I'm just like okay who who has overlapped with me? What's going on? Like I'm freaking out because there's so some of these girls are so comfortable with the overlap. I personally am not. Maybe it's a Scorpio in me. I don't know. But I just wasn't really that comfortable. And I was like, oh, you know, my tastes are so different. Maybe the the type of guys that I go for that I match with, maybe it's not the same type that they would go for a match for. Until I started talking to Anna over here. <laughs> 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 so, Anna, do you want to tell me before I get into that, there, before I get into the overlap, like, do you want to talk about what's it like being a plus size woman dating in New York City? Sorry, a plus size model. We're talking about models here. Yeah. Being a plus size model <laughs> dating in New York City, what has been your experience? What has it been like for you? For sure. I mean, so I'm a native New Yorker, so I've lived in New York all my life, and I know better than anyone that while New York is a very large city with millions of people, it is actually a very small city. You are constantly running into people you know, and within the plus-size community, it's gotten even smaller, and there is a very insular community with that, that comes with that. It's kind of like, I have like, one of my really good friends is a lesbian, and I feel like it's kind of similar to that, where it's like everyone like, has dated each other like it's it has unfortunately become like that and to your point like I also am not a fan of the overlap 
um to a certain degree like it depends on like how far did you get with someone right like <laughs> um but dating is really tough in new york city um especially as a plus size woman and then on top of that as a plus size model um i typically don't reveal that i'm a plus size model um really? I, yeah i don't even put my instagram on my dating app at all I mean, well, I have a boyfriend now. We can get to that yeah, later. But, that. <laughs> but when I was single, I did not put my Instagram on my dating profile at all. And um, I would make a point not to really mention it until either the first or even second date. Um, and the reason why is because uh, I learned it, I learned the hard way. Like, I think the minute I would start talking about it, they'd be like, oh, I've never been with a model I've never dated a model oh and that would just gosh. be the only thing that they could focus on um there's so many more facets to me as a person and I'm sure you know uh, women in general have a lot more to who they are than maybe just their career mm -hmm. and uh unfortunately you know guys can just focus on that one thing and then it can unfortunately just change how they view you and I didn't want that to kind of distract them from who I am as a whole person. And I felt like the minute I would say that I'm a plus size model, they wanted to see my Instagram. Then they saw the sexy photos. Then it's like, okay, all they want to do is have sex with me. And that's it. Mm. So it got really um, to the point where I was like, I'm just not even going to put my Instagram on here. Like, if they are so lucky to get to, uh, to the point where they get to be on a date with me, then I can talk about it then. Yes, I feel you. I've had similar situations where I was so nervous about putting anything about me being a model on these dating apps because the same reaction. Like, I don't like, you know what I mean? Like, we're so blessed to live in New York City, to be a plus size model, to be signed models, to be working. It's great. It's awesome. And I get that it's interesting to other people who are not in this world, who don't model, who don't do this. I get that it's interesting. But if I'm dating, I'm looking for a partner, I just want to talk about something else. Can we talk about something else? So like, I, too, try to avoid putting too many details about that um, in the beginning because I don't want that to be the center of, you know, our chats you know what i mean like we could talk about that later like who are yeah. you as a person like what do you like to do what's your favorite food like let's talk about anything else you know For sure so anna here i've realized after talking to several other plus size models and again wondering about who i have overlapped with when i would talk to Brittany and jessica and i'm making up names all these other models and they would you know show me the guys that they're talking to and and you know we would get into what has gone on with them and like i guess too like i was like so nervous because you know these girls were like giving details on the guys that they you would only know if you dated him kind of deal and i'm just like oh my gosh like who like i was like i'm just so different i'm unique i'm <laughs> i'm like a, like the the black sheep like the oddball like nobody's gonna like yeah. the type of guys i like then i talked to anna and I realized we have overlapped on several men. And oh, I'm just yeah. like, <laughs> and then I was looking at Anna like, she obviously has good taste. Okay. You Thank, got you. Got Thank you. Thank you. I'd she like obviously to think has so. good taste. <laughs> and, then and then like, then I started, okay. So it's like, it's, it's one thing if it's just like just one guy. No, every time I talk to Anna, she has talked to a guy that I've talked to. I'm just like, what? It's is like now on? gone to the point, it had gone to the point where it was like a background check. Like <laughs> I'd be like, yo, Gabby, have you talked to this guy? And then she'd be like, no, I haven't. You're good. I'm like, okay, good. And then like, she would like reach out to me and be like, hey, did you go out with this guy? I'd be like, yeah, I did actually. Like whatever, you know, he was really nice. Literally. I didn't really feel it. Like go for it. Or I'd be like, 
actually i'm really into him like i'm still talking to him like (laughs) so you know we would definitely check in with each other and so men do not think that we do not talk we talk about everything to all of our friends and everyone knows so do not if you see like a girl that you're talking to is following another girl that you're talking to literally best believe they know they know it's <laughs> happening that you are talking to both of them literally so. and, and that's what that's what happened yeah. i would match with the guy okay the first guy was this really cute like black haitian designer and i just and he always wore a suit and he just looked so good anyways mm-hmm. we were talking for a while and like i was getting interested so then we started sharing social media i got his instagram he got my instagram who's who's following him and who is he following anna <laughs> and i'm just like what in the world is going on I was like how does anna know this man like what is going on so I'm, I'm like, of course, I see this. I'm like, okay, why is Anna following my man? He was my man, but I'm just saying, like, what is going on here? <laughs> I message her, and she tells me, oh, yeah, like, we matched on Bumble a while ago, and, like, it didn't really go that far. Well, I'll let you tell it. But, like, yeah. I was, like, you know, really into him, whatever. I'm just like, I wonder what, what the tea is. And so I basically, basically part of, like, the pros of overlapping with Anna is that I got the background on these guys <laughs> that I wouldn't have gotten had I not talked to her. Yep. Cause she like, let me know, like, you know, like when you're t- talking to a new guy, like on a dating app and like, you're, you're having to figure out yourself who he is. You're having to investigate. You're having to like take that time. I got to skip a few steps because Anna had already <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> talked to this man <laughs> and she like knew the scoops. So Anna, do you remember the black designer that we were yeah. both? Okay. Well, so tell me about this guy. No, but that one was, like, honestly, he was, like, a blip to me. I think I talked to him for maybe, like, three days tops because he he was such a bad texter that I just lost interest so quickly that I was, like, I don't even, like, he's all yours. Like, go for it. I know. When she told me that, I was, like, He could not hold my interest at all. And, and, like, I tried to have a conversation with him, and I just couldn't. It just wasn't cooking for me. So, I mean, yes, we have similar types, but then ultimately, you know, some things just work and some things don't. And, and then I was like, listen, like, go for it. Like, maybe you guys will click. So I don't know what happened. Right. Do you guys end up hanging out? So, oh, my gosh. OK, Anna, that's why, like, when you said that, when you were just like, oh, whatever, you can have him. I was like, <laughs> that makes sense because I was getting red flags from this guy. And so when you're just like, mm, I don't want him anyways, I'm like, oh, that confirms it. Like, you don't want the garbage. <laughs> I don't want the no, garbage. No, it's not even garbage, <laughs> though. It's just like, you know, I I think for me, you have to kind of like hook me in the first couple days or like also I don't really like texting. So if you are going to text me and you want to be texting me, like it should be entertaining. And he would text me a lot, but to the point where it was just like boring. Like, And okay. I was like, I if I'm going to waste my time texting you back, like I want it to be an engaging conversation. And so I thought that that was reflective of like what it would have been if I met him in person. And I was like, I don't really feel like this is worth it for me. So at that point I was kind of just like, I, you know, I, I, and he, you know, and then I kind of backed off. And at that point, you know, balls in his court and he never really reached out. So at that point I was like, all right, well then, you know, it is what it is. Let's just move on. Okay. So for me with this guy, I was talking to him longer than a few days because it was like, I don't know. Okay. So this is what happened. I was out of town, so I just thought it, it, it elongated the talking phase because I was out of town. So, like, because I was out of town, we weren't able to make plans to see each other, so we just kept on texting mm. and chatting and whatever. So when I got back into town, 
this man only wanted me to come to his house for a booty call. And I'm just like, that's not a date. That's not, we, what have we been wasting my, like why have I been wasting the last few weeks of my life talking and trying to get to know me and, and making it seem like you wanted to date me when I, as soon as I got back into town, you're just like, come over to my house and I'll cook you a meal. That is not a date. Like, what are you talking about? You I know think what that's mean? what he said to me too. I think it was more like, <laughs> let's hang out at my place. Um, you know, let's get to know each other better. Like, why don't you come on over? And I said, well, I prefer not to come over to someone's place for a first date. Like, that's, you know, I'm not comfortable with that. Literally. You know, also, like, being a woman in New York City, you should know, like, a man should know better at this point to not put a woman in an uncomfortable situation. Amen. And... <laughs> Like, that is not an appropriate first date location at, like, someone's house. I like, agree. absolutely not. I agree. And, like, that's a really a red flag for me. And several men have done that to me. Like, several men that I've met on a dating app, they'll pretend like they, they're wanting to take me out on a real date. And then it just goes back to, why don't we just hang out at my house and you know I can cook you food and they make it seem like all nice but it's like that would be nice if I if I knew you and we had hung out before and like I've created some kind of relationship friendship or bond with you but I've never met you before why would I go to your house Jeffrey Dahmer like why yeah. is that okay you know so that guy you know in 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 unfortunately he was in and out for a while like he would he would mm. and when I say no to the house date he would stop talking to me for a little bit, then hit me up again the next month and try again. And I then call those me. the boomerangs. What's the boomerang? I call those the boomerangs. So you, you throw them out and they come back. <laughs> Eventually they will come back. Um, and yeah, that sounds like a boomerang to me. It literally was a boomerang. So I hate that too. <laughs> like, I hate that too. And I'm just like, so eventually he fizzed, he fizzed out and like, I'm sure I'll hear from him again. He always pops up every few months. He's going to listen to this podcast. And then he's going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. Literally all of my exes are going to be like listening to this podcast and being upset. I'm sorry. I'm putting my business, my personal business out there. So the next guy I started talking to. Uh, he was a brunette. We'll call him Ben. I cannot remember this man's name for the life of me. But Ben <laughs> was very, like, very flirtatious and affectionate with his words. This man would, we met on a dating app, he would add me on Snapchat, and he would just snap me, like, romantic poems and saying, like, you know what I mean? Like, very, like, aggressively affectionate for someone I don't know well we just started talking and like mm -hmm. he would call me and he would like spend like an hour on the phone with me trying to convince me that he was a genuine person who wanted to get to know me who wanted to date me but he just had uh, a really hectic job a lot on his plate and he just couldn't make the time to take me out on a date but he really is interested mm -hmm. and he kept you know kept up with me and I'm, and I'm thinking you know sometimes I psych myself out like oh maybe he is busy maybe he does want to take me out on a date maybe he is interested but it just kept doing like he just kept doing that for like a couple months and then I was just like okay maybe this is not ever gonna happen um, but in that span again I add his Instagram and guess who he's following? <laughs> Anna. <laughs> I'm just like, what is happening here? <laughs> what is going on? So now I'm just like, okay, Ben, uh, how do you know Anna? 
honestly, I don't even think I asked him first. I think I asked Anna first. And Anna and I had a very interesting conversation about this man because I remember I just met him on a Bumble or something. And we just started chatting for, uh, you know, a few weeks. And he was snapping me all this passionate love stuff or whatever. (laughs) And turns out Anna knows him a lot more than just the Bumble chat or whatever so Anna let's get into it how do you know Ben oh yeah that was a fun one um Ben and I met I mean at this point it's been like almost 10 years ago Wow. where we went on um I think like two or three dates and they were to your point like very passionate very um you know just like a lot passion I feel like passion is like the best way to describe it there's like a lot going on a lot of intense feelings it felt right and it felt like we were compatible and it felt like things would go somewhere and then he just like ghosted on me like literally just disappeared into thin air and I was so upset wow and I remember this because I was just like it was a very I think it was like one of my first I had just kind of almost gotten back into the dating scene after a very long-term relationship and that was my first boyfriend really so going back into like learning how to date and it was one of my first experiences really getting ghosted and so I was I just remember it very vividly and so you know I always know I know his name I know his last name I know him and I've always you know again he's like one of those you know you remember like certain people and and the impact that they had on you even though you might have only met them for, you know, a short period of time. And he was one of those people. And so anyways, long story short, he's an actor. And years later, like maybe four to five years later, I'm watching a show on Netflix and I fall asleep because the show's a little boring. (laughs) And then I fall asleep and then I wake up, you know, as you do with, you know, the TV still on. And he's right there on my screen. And I'm like, holy shit. Wow. (laughs) Ben, what? (laughs) What? Why is he on my screen right now? And I am just someone who, I don't know, I like, I take signs. Like, I'm like very into like, this is a sign. And so I was like, well, you know, you know, I haven't thought about this person in a long, long time, but maybe it's a sign that he's like on my screen right now. I'm going to look him up on Instagram. So I look him up and um, I see that he is in a relationship. I just reach out to him and I say, hey, like, this is totally random. I don't even know if you remember me, but, like, I just wanted to say, like, congratulations on you being on this show. Like, I, I'm watching it right now and thought I would reach out and say congratulations. Literally, that's all I did. Very innocent, like, nothing crazy. And then it kind of just, like, he, like, saw it as, like, an in and then started <laughs> consistently messaging me. Mind you, he had a girlfriend, okay? Wow. And this, you see? And this is um, a big lesson of being plus size in the dating world and something that is unfortunately some, something that I've always experienced. And I don't know if that's been your experience, Gabby, but like being, um, you know, dating in public and not being, um, oh, yeah. being taken out in, in uh, sorry, being date, uh, being taken out uh, oh my gosh, sorry. I'm like I know what you, I know what you're trying to hello. say. Hello. <laughs> um, <laughs> being only talking to only about things in private, like you're not being taken out in public at all. It's all about like private and behind closed doors, and no one ever date you in public in real life. And I feel like when I looked at who he was in a relationship with, like she was very thin and like just like complete opposite of who I was, and I just felt so weird about it that 
you know, that he was consistently reaching out. And then, like, we did have a quick moment where I was like, hey, it's like, whatever happened to us, like, when we did go on, you know, those dates, like, I felt like you were into me and I was into you. And he's like, oh, I had this ex that, like, came back into the picture and I didn't really know what to do. So I kind of just, like, dropped everything and stopped talking to you. And I'm so sorry. I was like, okay, that's fine. And then I kind of just, like, left it. But then he added me on Snapchat and was, like, reaching out, like, all the time <laughs> and, like, would, like, inappropriately call me in the middle of the night. Just, like, really. Same. He did the same okay. thing to me. Like, so this is, like, it's just odd. And it just became this feeling like I'm, like, this sexual fantasy behind closed doors for you while you're in a relationship with this other woman, like, this poor woman. And it felt so inappropriate to me. And I, I was, like, please, just, like stop like literally I, every moment he would reach out to me and be like how's your girlfriend how's your girlfriend how's your girlfriend like please just stop like yeah i mean i probably should just blocked him but like i i i just like i was like what is going on here and um they are no then he then they got engaged oh my god but let's just say they're not engaged anymore <laughs> um so you know eventually i guess things fell through but um, he also told me that I was, like, he and his fiance had, like, an agreement that he could, like, talk to me. And, like... Is it a real agreement or did he make that I up? don't know. I, I will never know. But, like... <laughs> I hate when so I do that. interesting to me. Like, yeah. Again, this whole concept of being, like, this sexual fantasy behind the scenes. Like, I want to... Um, I'm really attracted to you, but, you know, only behind closed doors... Plus size women deserve more than that. We're not just a fantasy. We're not just a fetish. We're not just something that you like behind closed doors. Like, why do you, why are you so insecure in yourself? Why are you so ashamed of yourself? Because I'm not ashamed. I think I'm beautiful. I'm sure Anna thinks she's beautiful. Like, why do you feel like you need to hide us? And like, obviously we're women that you know that you're taught when you're talking to us, that we're women that are confident. We're women that we know that we're worthy of, of love. We're worthy of a healthy relationship of someone who is not afraid to show us off in public. Um, these are things that we know. So I feel like it's them with the problem, like, and they're the ones that's like insecure and wanting to, you know, maybe maybe be with someone that they feel like their friends would approve of or, you know, their right. family or their society would approve of. But, like, don't bring us into that. Your insecurity. Right. Yeah. That's not our business. That's between yeah. you and yourself. <laughs> I spent years trying to get over and love my body. Like, I don't need to now worry about your insecurity if I'm dating you. Yeah. About my body. Exactly. Right? Like, that's just not how it works. So percent. You love my body. You're attracted to it accept that and be proud of it and that's it and your friends if they're your real friends will be happy that you're happy literally and another point i wanted to touch on when you said about the ghosting thing i've noticed and i learned this later on in dating when i you know got older and more experienced is that i've noticed that a lot that like when guys ghost you know i'm sitting here thinking oh my gosh he ghosted me it must be me what did i do wrong and a, it usually is a, another woman like somebody that he just decided to to drop you for and didn't even let you know i guess because he didn't want to have that awkward conversation or whatever he just wants to let you like have you just wondering what happened while he just goes off into the sunset with another girl and it's just <laughs> like why not have that conversation you just like spent all these weeks talking to me we've built up this rapport and you just go ghost that is so rude like just tell me that you're just talking to someone else but i feel like guys don't do that because they love 
the door to be cracked. Like, I'm exactly. like, right, women love closure. We love closure. We love to move on from the situation. Guys always come back for some reason because they love the door cracked. And it's like, do you not want to move on yourself? Like, what do you think you're going to get here? You know what I mean? It's just wild and absurd. <laughs> For sure. They want that opportunity to tap on that window just in case. Um, and they can come up with an excuse. And it's 50-50 if the girl will take them back. So right. for them, it works in their favor to ghost you versus closing the door completely shut. How did you feel about, well, obviously we know how you felt about him reaching out to you while he was, you said fiance, married? So I re- I mean, I reached out to him just to say like, congratulations, but I didn't think any, I didn't think it was going to- But he kept talking to you afterwards. Spiral the way it did. Yeah, absolutely. Did you ever think about- uh, telling his fiance, I thought about it, but I also didn't like, th- like I didn't know their relationship. Like I didn't know if it was an open relationship. Like I, I never like dived deeper into that, and so I felt, it felt weird to kind of insert myself more than I yeah. wanted to be inserted. I'm the same. I'd be like, and I, uh, there's like that meme. It's like, oh, whenever you feel like bad about yourself, you think about like how you know your name might be. Uh, if someone says your name, like your name is like a, a um, can cause debate within like a couple. Like I always thought like maybe that was <laughs> that couple, but like I, I I don't know. I have no idea what happened there, and I I don't. Yeah. I mean, obviously sh- something must have happened for them to break off the engagement, and so it seemed like whatever happened was meant to happen. And I'm right. kind of I'm happy that you know you know happy for her. Right. <laughs> I am too because I actually asked him about that because when he um, he told me like at the time that I talked to him he had broken off the engagement already uh, or the time he came back I mean he was just in and out Um, and he had told me that he broke off the engagement with this girl and I'm just like well why what happened you know I wanted to you know I know I want to know all the tea so you know he had the nerve to tell me that he prefers uh, curvy women and she just wasn't cutting it wow. <laughs> right and I was just like huh I was like why did you get engaged why did you give her a ring what he's yeah. like and then he's he's like oh I you know I I thought I liked her. I thought that's what I wanted but I just realized that you know I have to be honest about what I'm attracted to and be honest about what I like and I I prefer curvy women and that's what I want and it could have been other things. It could have been that she dumped him. Like, it could have been anything else. But, like, the fact that he admitted that and, and said that, I was just, like, mind blown. And then when I talked to you and I heard the history, I was like, oh, that makes, that makes so sense. much yeah. sense. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. So, Ben, wherever you are, you know, hope you're doing well. Yo, he sent me a message saying, Happy New Year. This year? Yeah. 2023. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. Anna, he's obsessed with you i did not after all of this time he had the nerve to say happy new year <laughs> you see that men love the door cracked i don't know why like, i have a boyfriend like, and i'm moving in with him like it's... oh my gosh what <laughs> we have to get into that okay hold on we're almost there we're almost there all right so but, so <laughs> another guy this guy is super special so if you're watching hey Oh, we're gonna call oh him we're just gonna call him blondie <laughs> <laughs> so you know exactly because there's not too many blondes that I, I think i've talked to but you're blonde so we're gonna call you blondie so oh, hey gosh. blondie if you're watching this blondie was a guy okay so i during pandemic like 2020 i moved uh i was moved well i lived in 
Los Angeles at the time. I was just like staying there for a few months or whatever. And I was dating and I was talking to people online. So I was on one of the apps. Let's say Hinge. I think it was Hinge. And I see this really cute blonde boy and I we start chatting it up and then he tells me he's from New York City. And I was like, oh my gosh, I live in New York City. I was just visiting LA at the time. And he's like, I'm visiting LA too. And then we started getting into it. And he he uh, was just finishing law school. I just believe that he's a lawyer now, but he was just finishing law school at the time. And uh, he, I think he was on internship. So it was like the perfect time to get to know a fellow New Yorker since we were both moving back to New York City. So I, you know, started, and this was like back in early 2020. So we started talking, chatting, get to know each other, like, you know, building that first talking phase, the friendship, the relationship, all of that. Um, when I, you know, you guys know my high dating standards, like suggested that we meet up in LA at that time. and was like, take me out on a date, whatever. He just kind of like trickled off. And at the time, I was talking to a few other guys, so I wasn't really noticing that he like dropped off. I was like, whatever, you know? And so fast forward, we, we, again, we had talked for like a couple months or whatever, but I, I didn't remember anything about after what happened at that time because I was talking to other guys who were taking me out. I was paying more attention to them, let's be honest. So Blondie, that was a, a blip kind of in that time. And then I come back to New York City the next year, I think 2021, um, I we're still following each other on Instagram. I believe at the time we had matched again. Okay. That's what happened. So we had matched in LA, forgot about him. When I got back to New York, we matched again. So then we started talking again and guess who's following him and who he's following on Instagram. <laughs> Anna, <laughs> like, literally everywhere. Like, can I tell you, like, I just like, this doesn't happen with anybody else or it hasn't yet, but like, it's crazy. So I'm just like, now I got to hit up Anna with the, with the tea on Blondie. So Anna, tell us about Blondie and how he, how that all worked out with you. My experience with Blondie. Um, Blondie and I, uh, we met in April of 2020, 2021, April, May, March. I think we met, we met, yeah, we matched in March of 2021. Um, we're chatting a lot. We had really good banter, um, really good texting. Um, there was just like this spark that I felt, um, instantly. And I feel like he felt the same, uh, hopefully. Um, but, uh, yeah, he was just like really busy with law school and then I was working just a lot going on. So we like, ha we're having trouble kind of syncing up our schedules. Um, it kind of just, so I normally don't do this. I normally don't invite people to my apartment the first time. And I normally don't go to people's apartments the first time as we discussed. Uh -huh. However, it just worked out and, um, it was kind of like this, like spur of the moment thing where I was like. I just made cupcakes and he's like, well, it's actually my birthday. And I was like, what? Oh, okay. Well, why don't you, and he's like, well, I'm having dinner with my friends. And, and he's like, well, would it be weird if I just like come over? Like, I really want to like see you and like finally meet you. And I was like, um, okay, I guess like, <laughs> let's fuck, fuck it. Let's okay, do it. Blondie. And so, um, he comes over and I like, open up the door with like a cupcake because I'm super nerdy and uh <laughs> but then like a candle and I was like happy birthday nice to meet you come on in <laughs> <laughs> and he was like oh you're so sweet and then we like sat on my couch and then 
he just like goes in for a kiss and i'm like bro like whoa pause 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 how long have were you talking to him before this kiss i mean we were talking enough for me to feel comfortable inviting him to my apartment okay okay but not enough to like for him to just go in for a kiss really yeah so it was like straight out of like the sitcom show (laughs) where he was like going in for the kiss and i stood up and i was like do you want any water or anything and he was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. So I like, go to my kitchen and like get him something to drink. And then we sit down and then we're talking and like he's talking to me about his birthday and all that. And everything was great. And we like, you know, had a really nice night. Um, he eventually left and um, we continued talking. Uh, I believe I was in when I, I like was traveling. I went to Miami for some time. We were like video calling each other and chatting throughout that whole time. Um, we hung out a, f- a few other times outside after that. Um, so I, I did feel like, you know, there was something there. Um, and then it kind of just, I just kind of felt like things were starting to fizz out. And it just like effort wise, um, you know, not texting as much, not responding as much. Um, just like the telltale sign like the normal signs of kind of like okay you know things are not working out right and i was really upset about it and i felt like i was like kind of like chasing him and at that point i was like this is not worth me like there are some other things that he had you know personal things in his life that he was going through he suffered a major loss in his family and you know he's an only child so i felt like you know, emotionally, he wasn't really ready to go further than what we had, like what we had, and which was like, you know, fun, casual, like nothing crazy. And like, um, I was kind of ready to move a little bit right. further into like a deeper, more intimate partnership and kind of just wanted to get to know him more um, and spend more time together. So I was talking to other people at the time as well. And one of them is my now boyfriend. And I kind of was like, I need to just shift my focus to people who are available and who are ready and who are there for me and show interest. Um, right. And it was just like a life. It was like a life changing, like mindset change for me because I feel like I just go for like, I don't know. I just go for like a shiny, the shiny thing, the like. One that's like is is the passion, the the like, oh, it's so exciting, so exciting. And like I need to think about more just like the package itself, the whole package. Like, do I feel support? Do I feel safe? Do I feel like there's compatibility? And I felt that, but I felt like because of where he was in his life, I don't think he could ultimately support me in mine. And um and so I kind of like let it, you know, just drop off and switched my focus to, um, you know, my now boyfriend. And I'm so glad I did because he's amazing and we've been dating for a year and a half now. Yes, Anna. Yay. I have. This was <laughs> this was the, the 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 latest, the last, hopefully the last overlap. Yes. <laughs> the last overlap. It better be. That I've had with Anna. And when I tell you she has taught me a big life lesson like talking to anna about this about blondie specifically this last overlap 
she really uh, brought it home for me when it comes to men besides the the successes that they have the money that they have whatever status that they have um them being ready for a relationship and and determining if they are and if it's if it's good for you to keep wasting time with them or to move on and sometimes i'm the same way i see a shiny thing and i'm just like ooh, it's, it's exciting but i you know i'm looking for something long-term and serious i'm looking for marriage i'm looking for kids all of that you can't do that with everybody even it doesn't matter how shiny they are right now like what is it going to look like right. in in down the, the line and and blondie specifically you guys know i love my high standards high value man he's a lawyer and not just any lawyer he's like big business lawyer so as soon as they're talking to him, i was like oh so let me know when you're ready to put a ring on it because this man is like you know what i mean like so i would always joke joke with him about him like oh you're you know you're gonna make big bucks like you know sign me up for <laughs> for the missus card yeah. you know what i mean but i noticed the same thing that he I, he was like emotionally unready um, I don't want to, I'm not saying this in a bad way, but just like sometimes like I felt emotional immaturity from him not to put him down at all. I'm just saying that I don't feel like he was ready. And specifically for me, he was ready for uh, a long-term committed relationship. I don't feel like he was ready for any of that. I feel like he was still, you know, going through the grieving process of the loss in his life, trying to find his true identity, his true self. He was just a little bit uh, behind. He was like a few steps behind uh, me where I'm at because yeah. I'm ready for a relationship and he's not. He's just a few steps behind, which is fine. It just wasn't it wasn't you know i feel like sometimes when you meet the right person it's like right place right time you want to be in a place where it's going to be it's going to make sense for you long term and things like that and what anna was telling me she was saying what anna was telling me she was saying that um you know you need to go for someone who is available and who is ready need to go for for someone who's going for you yeah exactly and, who, and is ready like it's, is ready. you know it's like because he's like the whole package it's like you know because i've had guys go for me that are not ready right. <laughs> like i call them the broke boys club sorry honey you're not ready for me <laughs> but like and i'm not talking about money i'm talking about mentally broke spiritually broke financially broke all of it i just mean like you know we want to be in a good space in life you know what i mean and so that was that was changing for me. It was like that conversation that Anna had with me. I, I appreciated Aww. it so much because I needed to hear it. Yeah. I was just like, why is it not working out? What is going on? Why is it that this, this is not working out in, in these situations? And you're like, you said, like who is, who is really for you? Who is really going after you? Who is really available for you? Life changing conversation from Viva La Curvy over here. Ooh. Like, you know, and, and, and I really, I truly believe that's how she, stepped into her now current relationship with her boyfriend they i see them together they're so cute together they're yeah. always like you know like a unit you could tell like they they have like chemistry they have a vibe going on like they're together and so like tell me how that went about and how you met your current boyfriend and how yeah. that's going and um so yeah i mean obviously uh it, that that summer it was kind of be- between him and blondie where i was you know really just <laughs> Oh, he's going to listen to this and be like, what the fuck? He kind of knows. He knows. Um, You know, it was it was it was me weighing pros and cons between the two. And ultimately, I went with the person who I felt was ready to. And, you know, the the lesson of the conversation is like, go for people who are ready for you. Um, And uh, and it was I have to admit, I feel like I was being 
the fuck boy in the situation. I felt like I wasn't ghost. I'd never ghosted him, but I felt like I was definitely slow to respond. I, you know, I was I was tough to like schedule. Why do you think that is? Because I was still focused on Blondie. I was still kind of like chasing that down and 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 seeing like is it worth it? Like giving it a last shot kind of thing. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, you know, I, I I with the potential of potentially losing him you know, this great person. And I was just like completely blindsided, right? And focused on this person that I shouldn't have been. And so with that change in mindset, and we both had our our own trips. Like I went to um, Vegas and he went back home to the Midwest. And when he came back, he reached out to me and was like, hey, do you want to hang out? Um, And uh, he now told me, like, later on, after we started dating, that, like, he's like, that was my last attempt to, like, reach out to you. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, (laughs) And it's, but I want to say, for the record, that I never, like, not hung out with him. Like, every time we reached out to hang out, I would hang out with him because I wanted to hang out with him. Um, I just wasn't initiating as much as I probably could have. Right. And so he reached out, and so we hung out. We went to the beach, um, and I just had the best day. We spent a long, all day. Like, to spend a day at the beach with someone, (laughs) that is a long time to spend with someone, right? And um, I just, like, felt like, wow, this is nice. I have no complaints. He's not annoying me. Like, this is cool. (laughs) I feel good about this. And it turned into a weekend. He slept over. He actually met my best friend and her husband um, who got really, really drunk. And he actually ended up taking care of my friend's husband. And it was just like so sweet. And then he called me out. And I feel like that's what I needed. I like needed to see that from him because... He's going to be so upset when he hears this. But it's like he kind of felt like not a pushover, but like he just felt like soft. And right. I was like, I wanted like a little oomph yeah, in totally. a man. Right. You totally. want someone who's like going to like fight for you. Right. And he was being very passive in his fighting, right, like right. just reaching out, being like, do you want to hang out? Do you want to hang out? Like, yeah, I want to hang out. I'll hang out with you. But I wanted to see a little fire there. And that was what I needed. The fire was him drunkenly at that that night in the diner being like, do you even like me? And I was like, Oh, I love that. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. I, love it. I like you. And um, I am sorry. I've just been very distracted. And, you know, I made a, you know, a very conscious decision when I went to you, like went out with you that day on the beach that I want to focus on you. And, and that was kind of like the start of it. And so we consistently started seeing each other and like going on dates and then, um my bumble profile back in january we first matched in march and our first date was in march uh was like i was looking for a date a wedding date in august and i asked him to be my wedding date in august and then we made it official and so yeah things have been great he is the epitome of like if he wanted to he would amen sister yeah he is like he just like brings me flowers just because he writes me he sends me like handwritten love notes in the mail he just shows up to my apartment with like snacks like he just like does things without asking and it's like everything that you would want you know that you don't even have to ask which is like 
the best thing. So I am very, very grateful and very, very thankful to have found him. Um, and we've like done so much already. We've gone traveling. Um, I've met his family. He's met my family. He, we went to LA. You've met him. Yes. He met like all my model friends. Hey. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it's it's been good. And so I'm so excited to see where it goes. I am so happy for you, Thanks. Anna. I'm so, like, this is what I want to see. Like, I want to see more plus-size women happy in relationships, yeah. being treated well, not being hidden because we're fat. Like, all of these things. Like, I want to see this. Like, yeah. you being treated like a, the queen that you are. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you guys are so cute together. And just many, many more blessings to you. Thank and all you. the good things for you. Thank you. And I hope you find the same thing. I, I hope every woman out there um you know who's struggling with her body and doesn't think she's worthy of love because i was in an abusive relationship and coming out of that like i never thought i would ever find love i thought i was ugly i never thought anyone would love me and that is not true you are worthy of love no matter what you look like no matter what shape you are color um and you know there is someone there that will love you for who you are even like the worst parts of you um they will find endearing and that's how you know like it's it's a good match yes <laughs> i thank you so much for coming on my thank episode you. my show uh will you tell the people where they can follow you any last thoughts let yeah. us know <laughs> uh so you can follow me on viva la curvy um v-i-v-a-l-a-c-u-r-v-y on all social media tiktok instagram and twitter Yay, and thank you so much, everyone who's watching the show. I'm just so happy to provide a platform and a space where you can hear from different women and their lives and their backgrounds and what's going on, all related to modeling, living in a plus-size body, dating, relationships, the good, the bad, the ugly. <laughs> so thank you for watching, and I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.